Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bumping things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. It symbolizes just one thing to me, man. It's just a constant reminder of exactly how good God has been to me over the years. And I thank him for it, too, because I realize every day that I wake up that I would be nothing without him. That everything I am that's any good in me, I owe to him. Now, have I made some mistakes along the way? Yep. Mm-hmm. Bunches. Bunches and bunches. And will I continue to make mistakes along the way? Yep. Not as many, hopefully, as I have in the past, because a lot of stuff I know better now. But you're still going to make mistakes. Now, you know, hopefully I'll, I've limited the amount of intentional errors in my life. I've wiped quite a few of those out but from time to time because we're human we're going to make a mistake every now and then the trick with it is y'all is not to let the devil deceive you into thinking that once you make that mistake that that's it you can't do it you've fallen off the wagon you can't reboard it that's the biggest trick that he uses he makes you think that if you keep stumbling that you can't run the race Um, it kind of reminds me of a marathon runner from time to time. I watch him on TV and you'll see some people who, uh, finish the race, you know, in a, in a, in a nice, uh, pace. You see people finish the race sprinting towards the finish line. But every now and then you'll watch a marathon and you'll see a runner 
and the runner is in really, really bad shape. The key is they finish the race. See, you don't get disqualified in the marathon because you stumble. You don't they don't they don't take your opportunity to finish the race because you keep falling. That's not the key. The key is finishing. And a lot of times what what the devil does is he makes you think that because you keep stumbling, because you're swaying from side to side, that, you know, you out the race. Well, that's not the case. And see, and in this thing called life, let me help you understand something. Everybody falls. Nobody sprints to the tape in this one. Nobody just runs free and clear. There's some people running faster than you and all like this. And some people going to get to the end before you. Let them go ahead. And when the end come, the end come. I ain't in a rush to get to the end. But in this race, though, when you're stumbling and you're falling, it's a part of it. No one gets through this race without stumbling and falling, swaying from side to side. So don't let the, uh, the enemy deceive you into thinking that it's over. I I, I try to be encouraging to people because I don't want people to get stuck on this thing. You know, and my walk is very different from a lot of people's walks. And then I know a lot of people who walk it in faith the way I'm walking in faith. But my my thing in the morning is just to remind those that is not a perfect walk, man. That is not something that's set up where you're going to be skipping through life scot-free without any pitfalls. You know, I keep saying it over and over and over again because, like I said, when I was in D.C., my boy Hondo said this to me, and it just kind of stuck with me, that the the road to success is always under construction. You have to figure and count on the setbacks and the pitfalls, but it's those people that that uh, that that uh, that fight through will be the victors in the end. You cannot give up, man. Stop going somewhere and sitting down every time something goes down. It's going to go down. It's a part of it. It's going to happen. It's going to occur. There are going to be setbacks. If you go and sit down every time there's a setback, you you. That's not how this works. It is designed that way. If success were easy, everybody would be successful. But success is just reserved for those who are willing to fight through, who refuse to settle for mediocrity, who want something more. Now, don't get me wrong. Success is defined by each individual. So what I may consider to be successful, you may not consider that. You know, what Bill Gates considers successful, I might not consider. What what Michael Jordan considers successful, I might not consider. What you consider successful, your boss might not consider. You have to define what that is for yourself. It may not be monetary at all. You know, your level of success could be tied up in community service. It could be tied up in family. It could be tied up in the church. Your level of success could be tied up in the Boys clubs, it could be any number of things. Whatever your level of success is, you have to determine what that is. You And the best way to determine that is to get in touch with your maker who created you to find out what your mission and your purpose is so he can put you on track. I just had a, this conversation with my son and we were talking about 
getting on the path that God has set up for you. So many times we find ourselves fighting through life because of so much uncertainty, because we have no idea where we're headed. It's like uh, one of my uh, sayings that I have at my mentoring camp for boys is, is that a boy without a male role model is like an explorer without a map. See, if you don't have a map laid out in front of you of where you're going, when you wake up every day, that pretty much explains the feeling of confusion, the lackadaisical attitude, the the lack of purpose, the not understanding your mission, because you don't have not gotten in touch with your creator to find out exactly what your path in life is. What are you supposed to be doing? The moment you can identify that is the moment that you get started waking up with purpose, with the sense of direction. When you kill the sense of, I don't know what's next or what to do. Now, there's going to be some confusing moments no matter what happens. There's going to be some uncertainty, but at least you'll know where you're going. So if you're tired of waking up feeling lost, abandoned, confused, don't know what to do, don't know what you're supposed to be doing, refer back to your maker. Because when he created you, he had a plan for you. When he created you, he had a path for you. Now, we've made some decisions to get off of both of those, the mission and the path, but God can get you right back on track. Do that today. Ask him what you're supposed to be doing. And listen, God has all the answers if you form the relationship, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here again. The Steve Harvey Morning Show has arisen. And the beautiful thing about it is, so have you. Welcome to the greatest ride in all of radio. Let us begin and be grateful this morning that you are here to attend. That's a blessing. Don't overlook at it. Start your day with gratitude. Find a list of 20 things to thank him for while you're listening to the show. You have two minutes. Let you begin now. Junior, what's on your mind? All right, Uncle, let me ask you something. And this is just something really for me, really. But I just want to know, Uncle, were there times in your life that you doubted God, too? Whoa. No. I never doubted God. I always knew it was me. I questioned him, but I didn't doubt him. I questioned him Mm -hmm. about, is he there in my life? But it wasn't because I doubted him. I was, I don't know, man. It's a weird question you're asking me. I don't think I've doubted him. I've always known he was most capable. I was always raised to believe that. But every time there was a disconnect and I even thought it was something going on, like he ain't watching over me or something like that, when I analyzed the situation, I always discovered it was me. Every time. I felt like God wasn't there for me. It's because I had stopped inviting him in. I had stopped counseling with him. I had stopped confiding in him. And and that happens even today. You know, we're, we're not perfect. You know, nobody has a perfect relationship with God, I don't believe. I don't know. Because cause we're just, we, I mean, you know, we're human beings. And we live in a world that's full of stimulus. So 
you have so many things that stimulate us. You know, like when you wake up in the morning, you might want to go pray, but all of a sudden, your phone is right there. I mean, that smartphone uh-huh. is one of the biggest distractions in the world. You know, you got to go see who left you a message. You got any emails, and you got to see if anybody liked your post you posted yesterday. There's a lot of stimuli that can uh, draw you away from him. But whenever I feel like there wasn't a connect, if I really analyzed it, the lack of connection was my lack of connection to him. That's what I've always discovered. The trick that the devil uses is he makes you think, the trick that the devil uses, he makes you think God ain't there for you. That's Mm. one of his favorite tricks. Yeah. But it's usually, it's 100% of the time is usually you who is not there taking advantage of the ability to pray. Sometimes you question, uh, how can I put it? Like when, like a, when a loved doubt. one passes away, when a loved yes. one passes away and you don't oh, think absolutely. that that person yeah. uh, should oh. be leaving this early too soon. You know what I mean? I, I, yes. I, I've questioned that before. I've struggled with that before. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Agreed. that Tom. that's a 100%. When my mom passed, Come on, let me tell you something. You he had to really have some conversations with me. Because I was going, oh, we just taking people out of here. I actually had submitted right. some names <laughs> of some people I what? thought he could have pulled up out of here. Oh, no, I submitted names. <laughs> you just looking, do you look for a body count? I know a couple trifling people. And I told them. All right, look. <laughs> Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? We are headed to the barbershop, ladies and gentlemen. The barbershop. That's the black man's country club. Let's go. Custis Brady. Uh, Brady, how you doing, man? My name, my name is Dennis, man. I got a haircut from you a couple weeks ago. Yeah, what's up, Dennis? What can I do for you, brother? Hey, listen, um, I-, I wanted to get an appointment with you, man. Uh, like I said, I was there a couple weeks ago, man. My first time getting a haircut from you. Did a real, real good job, so I want to say thank you for that. All right, no, not a problem, not a problem. Okay. Do, do you have any um, in, in, any time uh, available on Thursday? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you can come up there Thursday. That'd be fine. What's, what's, what's your name again, bro? Uh, Dennis, man. Dennis Okay, Dennis, well, I, I can get you in, Dennis, about, about 3 o'clock, man, something of that nature. I mean, you know, I know I'm going to work out appointments, you know. Come okay. Three. 3 o'clock you'll be there? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there right at 3 o'clock. Okay, okay. hey, hey I, I, I got a little bit of situation, though, man, that happened last time I was there. I kind of wanted to talk to you about it, man, because it, it kind of caught me off guard. So I, I, I wanted to holler at you, man, and, and see if we could rectify the problem before I came back up there. What happened? Was somebody disrespect you or something? I mean, what, what was the deal? Well, well um, it, it really wasn't somebody, man. It, it was, it was, it was, it was actually you. Me? Well, I mean, what's the what happened? Here's the deal, man. When you was cutting my hair, when it when it was time to turn the the, the chair, you you didn't turn the chair with 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 your hand, man. See, Brady, man, you you turned the chair with your with your private part. Say, Dennis, I mean, Dennis, I'm a professional, man. I've been doing this 15 years, bro. Right, right. I don't think it's anything uh, deliberate, man. I think you just do it unconsciously, man, because, you know, you be leaning over on the chair cutting, and I think you don't realize, you know, you be turning the chair with your private part instead of doing it with your hand, man. And see, my hand got caught out there, and I saw it out the corner of my eyes. I saw your private part coming towards my hand. I moved it just in time. You understand? No, bro. 
Now, now, now see, Dennis, I'm, I'm not understanding something, bro, because I don't, I don't, we don't operate like that around here, because, you know, I, I don't make mistakes like that, bro. I mean, you know, I don't know. You, you sure you're talking to the right person, man? Yeah, I mean, ain't you the third chair on the right when you walk in the door? Yeah, that, that is correct. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, man. And you cut me two weeks ago, and like I said, I really like my haircut, so I want to call back and rectify this problem. But, you know, you're going to have to turn the chair with your hand and not your pride part. If not, we're going to have a problem. Okay, bro. Now, I, I, I feel you, and I understand your, your complaint and everything. I mean, I, I'm not understanding what you're saying, but cause I don't do that. You know, but I mean, we, we, we'll be glad to, you know what I'm saying, give you another cut or whatever, you understand, man? You know, but but I don't move nobody you know, around with my private, man. You know, that's just not me. You know? Okay, I understand what you're saying, but I want you to hear what I'm saying. If you put your private on there at all when I come in there Thursday, then I, I promise you I'm going to jump up and we're going to have a problem. Well, 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 well see, now, now, now right there, Dennis, I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling that jump up having a problem because, you know, you, you don't really know me like that, bro. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to be professional here and, 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 and solve your little issues that you got, you understand me? But, but all this jumping up and, and stuff you're talking about doing, I, I don't know hey, about man, all that stuff. Hey, man, I'm trying to come in and get a nice haircut and walk out with a nice haircut. What I don't want to do is come down there, you lean over, put your private part where I got my arms and my hands at, and I got whoop your Now, that's what hey, I don't. See, 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 you're starting to, you're touching me wrong, talking about You're talking about I'm okay. touching you wrong. You touched me wrong two weeks ago when you put your private on my hand, man. Thank you, folks. Ain't nobody touch you like that, tell you. feel me? Say what? I don't know who the hell you think you're talking to, man. You know, we don't run over here because you feel me? Hey, dog, all I'm trying to say is a brother trying to come in and get his hair cut and walk out feeling like a man and not walk out feeling violated, man, because you didn't turn the chair with your private part all up against my hand and my elbow and stuff, man. Hey, hey, hold up, hold up, boy. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember you like that. I'm a grown man saying, bro, you know? I, I tried to talk to you, you feel me? But now you're going to rub me wrong. Ain't no punk flying here, you understand me? Well, ain't no punk flying there, then keep it off my hand, then. Say, 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 hold on, let me tell you something. Say, man, we don't play that over here. You bring your stupid over here. I'm going to tell you right now, you get packed up out this You understand me? Hey, hey well, quicker. We don't play no punk over here. This, is, this ain't a salon, it's a barber shop. It's real I hear what you're saying, but let me explain something. You quit using your hips and your private section like a pinball machine. I'm gonna tell you right now, I will push up on your. You come up You understand me? I'm just trying to come and get a haircut. I'm trying to get a haircut and walk out of there like a man, feeling like a man. Shirt then. You, you want to know what my real name is? That's what's up. Do, That's what's up, baby. Okay, then you might want you want you want to know what name gonna be on the shirt. I want to know what gonna be on the shirt. All right, then the name on the shirt is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Man, it's been hard for more than so, man. When last time you been to the barbershop? Just sit in there and talk with the fellas. <laughs> sit in there and just, you know, uh, play some you checkers, exactly you know. Last time. 49 was the last time I had to go to a barber. I used to get my hair cut up there with Mike Tyson. We used to get our hair cut at the same place. You know, all right. Coming up next, thank you, Steve <laughs> and nephew. Coming up next, ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, listen up, nephew. One of Hollywood's most coveted roles is vacant again for the first time in nearly 20 years. Uh, rumors have been circling for. For, for years, that 49-year-old actor Idris Elba might possibly be the next James Bond. You didn't Double think it was going to be what? you, did you? Double O. Tommy, yeah. what is you talking about? What? Oh, Idris. You didn't think hell. that. Several boys. Over Idris? <laughs> wow. Hell yeah, I'm for that. You <laughs> lost your entire mind. <laughs> right. And you can take them two O's off of it. Just be, just be seven. <laughs> 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 also, Cardi B wins big in her libel lawsuit. We'll tell you about all those stories again at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is here, ready for your love questions. Anonymous in Virginia says, my boyfriend's mother is staying with us, and her boyfriend has his own place, but he likes staying overnight at our house. He smokes cigarettes and goes in our driveway to light up and I don't want him out there looking ghetto. My husband and I were raised very differently so I've learned to overlook a lot that his mom does. But can I draw the line with her stinky boyfriend? Mm. Mm. Yes, because it's your house. You absolutely can. You are the queen of the castle. Your husband is the king of the castle. And you all get to make rules. And I could just tell you flat out, the queen's rules at the castle outweigh the king's rules. I'm just going to tell you that. Now, you can yep. you can act like it don't if you want to, mm -hmm. but you're sadly mistaken in the way the thing really does work. Queen's rule. Make the rule, set it, and then tell your king that's what you want carried out at your house. Now, his mama staying there, that's yeah, one that thing. But her little punk-ass boyfriend coming over there smoking cigarettes and stuff, we're not doing that. As a matter of fact, he can't stay here. He got his own place. <laughs> can't no man come stay in my house, man, sleep with somebody. Man, get out of here. You got to mm. be crazy. You got to put mm. your foot down. All right. Moving on to Madeline and Austin. Mm. Madeline writes, I have two children by a man I was with for six years. He got married a year after we broke up, and I still cannot get over the fact that he moved on so quickly. I feel like he didn't give our relationship a chance, and he threw me and the kids to the side for his new wife. Was he cheating with her all along? What difference do it make? Mm. What difference do it make? You had two children with this man in mm -hmm. six years. 
-hmm. a year after y'all break up, he marries somebody else. Now, you can't get over that because you want to know if he was cheating with this woman and did he just throw you away and the kids for the woman. Yes. Now what? Okay, so now. Now. (laughs) Now what? Now now, now what? Now you're going to stay there in that past or you're going to get up and realize that 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 was probably a reason for that. First of all, he was not your soulmate. If he was your soulmate, y'all would still be mated. That's not him. And he's gone. These are facts. And men don't do closure, so quit looking for him to come over there to explain to you what he did. We're telling you what you wrote in the letter what he did. Did he leave or gone? (laughs) What? Actions. Why they always got to know? If they they want to know the whole story, how it started, when it started, when it ended. It exactly. don't matter. And, he didn't pick and, you. And, and you, you. You, you got the story. You got the opening. You got the chapter. Yeah. You got the closing. You got the <laughs> forward. Right. You got the baby. You got all it. Yeah. You got everything in she the story. It. She just doesn't yeah. want to face it. Yeah. All right, moving on. Thank you, You you have no choice. Yeah, that's right. And she's got two kids. She's an example for them. They're watching her. Get up and move on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right, Madeline and Austin. Moving on to LaToya in Henderson, Nevada. LaToya says, I'm a personal chef for newlyweds, and they host wild dinner parties that usually end up with people dancing naked and hooking up. I was safe for the first few months, but now the husband wants me. I told him I'd do a threesome with his wife, but she said she's not interested. It's awkward knowing that she doesn't want me. <laughs> what? what is this here? What, what is it's this? Awkward. What is so, so let me <laughs> ask you. time for me to get a new job. What? <laughs> so, Latoya, first of all, this is the first profession I've heard. That's a chef for newlyweds. That's the first time. I've heard that specific of oh, a title. Uh-huh. I'm a chef for newlyweds. So let's be honest. Is the chef a, a cover? Because oh. that's what it sounds like. Because you're specific just to newlyweds. Now the husband wants you. And you said you'd be willing to do a threesome with him. But now the wife don't want you. Mm. Now it's awkward for you being the newlywed chef because she don't want you. Mm. I'm I'm so damn. It's so weird. Why but, Why did you write us? <laughs> <laughs> Who should mm. she have written? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know. Doctor Phil. Okay. You know, uh-huh. Oprah. Somebody who care. Oh, no, mm. uh, Iyanla. You could have wrote Iyanla. Oh. Fix my life. Because I don't Fix really give life. a damn. She retired. She don't, yeah, she's she's through with people, yeah, too. She's done. <laughs> but but she's too, oh, much, so, oh. too much for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When right. is the next dinner party, though? That's, I mean, we really should why, know. And you need to you know this why. <laughs> well, I like to nephew? cook. I like to cook. Yeah, I know I like to cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. your nephew, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like to cook, but don't. This woman here, this, go ahead, Shirley. All right, uh, we don't have a lot of time, but let's see. Estelle in Bergen County says, I'm dating a man that is insecure, and every time I'm on the phone with my male best friend, he's right in my face listening to every word. 
He's forbidden me to visit him at his house, and we can't travel together anymore. He said it would help if my friend weren't so fine. Is it okay for a man to say that? Mm. Excuse me. You have a male best friend that your husband has told you he don't want you talking to no more. He don't want you visiting, and he don't want y'all taking trips yeah. no more. We might need to you, you don't, you don't, Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we uh, need to okay. come back for this because you got yeah. to be crazy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> At the top of the hour, Steve will finish this. And uh, we have some news and how you can win, possibly qualify at least for $2,500 right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So before we went to break, uh, we, we had a CLO question about a woman who's dating a man who's insecure because her best friend is a male. He doesn't like her to talk on the phone or anything, and he and her boyfriend said that it wouldn't be so bad if her male best friend wasn't so fine. Her question is, uh, is that okay for a man to say that? Mm. A man but no sure, fine when he's you said earlier that her her man doesn't want her talking to her, visiting her best friend anymore. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Taking he's trips. just very insecure. Very insecure. Yeah, but you said she in you said him. in the original she, she can't go ahead. She can't visit him at his house, and they can't travel together anymore. She can't. The man said you can no longer visit this man at his house, and y'all can't travel together no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he said it'd be different if he wasn't so fine. Right. Your question as the right end person is: Is it normal for a man to say that another is man okay? is so fine? That ain't the damn issue. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't give a damn if you look like Gorilla Jack Johnson. Mm-hmm. You finna go where? I'm finna go over Stanley House. Stanley House. Stanley. Okay. Okay. Me and Stanley going away for the weekend. You and Stanley going. Man, lady, do you understand how ignorant this sound? I keep telling y'all about these these opposite sex best friends it don't work out and y'all can keep having them if you want to but it's gonna cost you what man is this attractive that's having a hard time finding somebody to come over and finding somebody to go on trips with i tell right. you what go over his house and see and, and see what happens when he open that damn door <laughs> thank you clo I, i'll be behind your ass i'll be coming up them steps like swat <laughs> I got right, that dough rammer in my hand and everything. I got two dogs with me. Everybody in there gonna get their ass ate up when I get up in the house. Okay. I think I we get it. I wish my wife it. would yeah. come in here talking about I got a male friend and we finna take a trip. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right, before we get to entertainment news, Steve, gotta tell the Steve Harvey Nation to listen up. We're doing a butter sweepstakes this week. You can enter for a chance to win a grand prize shopping spree with a $2,500 Macy's gift card or one of 10 first prizes of a Butter three-piece customizable kit. Butter products are designed to gently cleanse, brighten, and moisturize skin daily and formulated especially for melanin-rich complexions and all skin types. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. Everyone needs a little butter, baby. Uh, Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Butter, Good baby. stuff. Nice. Good stuff, butter. that yes. butter. Good yes. stuff. 
All right. In entertainment news, listen up, nephew. One of Hollywood's most coveted roles is vacant again for the first time in nearly 20 years. Uh, rumors have been circling for, for, for years that 49-year-old actor Idris Elba might possibly be the next James Bond. And as it turns out, his name has finally, finally, Carla, been thrown in as part of the conversation to take over the role of 007. Speaking on the uh, Deadline podcast this week, longtime Bond Ain't nobody told Tyrese that. <laughs> oh, he wanted Why to be, would he Bond be concerned. Too? Oh yeah. Why would he? <laughs> he wanted. Oh, you oh 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 you ain't seen Tyrese post. Mm-mm. No, oh, in a minute. Oh, oh, oh just mm. go on Tyrese's Instagram and go back. Tyrese okay. did a whole thing about his name is in the hat. For double oh, really? on stood in front of his hair, yeah. Over Idris, yeah. over Idris. Hell yeah, over <laughs> Idris. Do you know how good this would be to have a 007 with emotional issues? <laughs> anyway, longtime Bond producer Barbara Broccoli had nothing but good things to say about Idris. Man, but you know how good that'll be? Hold on, Shirley. Do you know uh-huh. how good that'll be to actually cut on James Bond and he be on there crying or something? <laughs> <laughs> would you That's stop? That's a whole other element, man. I- I'd be excited to see that. I'm only excited and then he for need Idris. A sidekick too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a 007 ought to have a sidekick. You ought to have Tyrese as 007, and his sidekick is Antonio Brown. <laughs> too too emotional. Too emotional people. Yeah. Who's gonna watch that? <laughs> I would. I'd be there. I'd be there with popcorn man. Sidekick taking his shirt off every five Why minutes. He taking his clothes Let me off. Tell you something, <laughs> I had to go to the movie theater with a tube sock packed in my mouth. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Man, y'all better right, go well, get this role of Idris Elba and quit playing. Yes. Yes, yes that's what everyone wants to see. That's that's who they want to see. But now, can I ask you another question? No. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy, let me ask you a question. Seriously, though. Could you play the role of James Bond? If they do me like the green mile and make me look taller than what I really am, yeah. Well, I then quit that's on. a no. Well, how? Well, <laughs> Steve, why are we entertaining this? Shut up, Carl. Talk about Y'all Idris Elba, then you yeah. got time. Yeah. Yeah. Take my time. time. <laughs> we got to have, we, we got we to have little uh, bleachers built all over the place. He just go stand. Go get up on that third one. But in, <laughs> in Steve in here, get up on the fourth one. I will say this. <laughs> The movies make you look bigger. They do. The movies do make you look bigger. Look taller. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Uh-huh. They do. You know that, Steve. Yeah. They yeah. Make, yeah, they yeah make Pacino Tommy, look bigger. Hmm. Yeah, but Tommy, but right. what you going to do about sex appeal, though? <laughs> oh, God. What they gonna do he about thinks that? he's sexy. I got Shirley, All right. at the top of the food what chain funny, with Shirley. Idris. What is funny? Idris Elba, nephew Tommy. <laughs> You're going to love this next story, Steve. The president caught cussing. Uh, we'll get into that at 20 I'm minutes bad. after, Come right on. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, I think this story is just for you, okay? President Biden was caught on a hot mic expressing his frustrations with Fox News Channel's Peter Ducey at the end of a White House event on lowering prices for U.S. families. 
Ducey asks, do you think inflation is a political liability in the midterms? Biden didn't know the mic was still on and sarcastically mocked the question, saying it's a great asset, more inflation. Then he added, what a stupid son of a bee. <laughs> Hell yeah, my man, about time. I've been Finally, waiting on right? Yeah, Trump Trump was able to say what he wanted to say. Biden need to go. My, Biden need to go with Mo Cussin. That's why we yeah. voted for him. That's why I voted, we voted for him. Voted for the yes. gangster. We voted <laughs> for the gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it G. Him. Show him yeah. your G. Yeah. Be your own G. Really are. <laughs> I don't Can't even please everyone. What we waiting on? Yeah. See, number one, everybody be talking about Steve. Y'all the wrong president, right there. You'd have been had this. You'd have been had. You'd have had this in the debates. All this oh, you just not getting this. All this cussing from Joe Biden. You'd have been had this out of me. This would have started in the debates. Man, did y'all hear what he said in prime time? Oh, dog. This would have been in the debates on ABC. Right, right after the judge show. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, that'd be yeah, yeah. Ain't no way, man. I think I think it's time. You know, I think that, you know, I think, look, man. I think that uh, Donald Trump has changed the way politics will be done in this country forever. He flipped up the dirty side of it and made the dirty side uh, the way to do it, and they've accepted it, and that's the way they're doing it now. And now we don't have a country that cares about what the people want. It's just mm-hmm. they politicize everything. They get on the right and they get on the left and they stay there. No matter what, what's good for the people, mm-hmm. it's what's good for the party. And that's the country mm. we live in now. And it's not going back the other way. And, and I got Too many ask people you this. Saw, saw Trump have success. In. Go ahead. That's right. I got to ask you this. Now, you know, you talked about running for president and all that, but in reality, has this ever happened to you where, you know, you do a lot of TV, your TV shows and stuff. Has your mic ever been on? And, you know, you said, I, I know the what? answer. I we know the there? answer. We've done it We've too many, many times Absolutely. on this show. TV, the but... radio. <laughs> what? Man. You know the stuff I didn't say. Yes, oh. we do. <laughs> oh, we know on this show geez. for sure. Because I combination cuss. If you catch four of it, you go. I the last four is real nice. All right, we're moving on. Uh, coming up at 34 minutes after the right. hour, a woman tries to buy a baby at Walmart. And I'm not talking about a, a, a baby doll. I'm talking about a real baby. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A Texas woman was arrested at a Walmart store after approaching a mother and offering her, get this, half a million dollars to buy her son, her baby son. Rebecca Lynette Taylor, 49, approached a mother and her baby at the checkout line at a Walmart in Crockett, Texas, and asked the mother if she could buy her baby. The mother tried to laugh off the comment, thinking that Taylor was joking, Taylor told her that she had $250,000, and that's when the mother realized that Taylor was serious and managed to check out and leave Taylor behind. Taylor approached the mom again in the Walmart parking lot and began screaming at her, saying she would give her up to uh, saying she would give her up to $500,000. That's where the half a million came in because she wanted the baby and she was going to take him. Police responded, and Taylor was taken into custody on one count of participating in the sale or purchase of a child, which is a third-degree felony in Texas. Wow. Mm. 
500, though. Uh, 500,000? I'd been gone. My mama sold me. Mm. <laughs> I know my mama. Junior, I know she get oh my, up my ass right in that Walmart. I'd have been in a, I'd been in a different basket. I know that. I was in her basket. Now I'm in yeah. another person's basket. That half of me, yeah. she gone. Junior, Junior. would not have. Huh? Junior would have rolled your ass right up, would have <laughs> took you over there to the van and set to you the in van. there. I'm talking about unload the groceries and me. Y'all be good here. Now, I was I was trying to figure out the race of this person because of the name. So Rebecca let's see Lynette how, this Taylor. is how I analyze it. Rebecca mm-hmm. Lynette, Lynette Taylor. Taylor. Ooh. Now it it takes a real black turn with Lynette Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you gotta remember now, where was this at in Texas? What part? Crockett, Texas. Crockett. Now, see, once you say Crockett, Texas, mm-hmm. now you gotta start thinking Hillbilly. So now you have to think of how Hillbilly's name they babies. They give them a lot of first names. Rebecca Taylor, Tammy Wynette. So you got to look at that. So you don't really know here because it's in Crockett. But it has a real hillbilly tone to it because, you know, first of all, I think. Is that a politically think, correct uh, term? Hillbilly. Hillbilly. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. See, that's not been disbanded yet. Hillbilly still accepted. <laughs> so you're going to use it as much yeah, as you and can. I, and, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something else, too. The reason I think the lady's white because I think if this were a black committing this crime, we would start much lower. If we got two fifty, we gonna start with seventy five thousand. We are gonna work a deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we'll are at least try yeah. to work a deal. Like this. Now you, you said something yeah. I, I can get with. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. So ain't funny. nobody finna offer the whole two hundred fifty. I got two hundred fifty for the baby. No, no. Yeah. Hey, let me holler at a you. A quarter of a million. But what yeah. struck me I is got that a, she. She managed to I check like that out. Baby you got, you got. I got seventy five thousand. <laughs> now, by the Rebecca time we get Taylor to the car, white. we'll white, be up. Steve. She is white. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. See, you went too high with your money. <laughs> Black people. By the time we got to the car, I'd have been up to one hundred twenty five. By the time we got to the car, <laughs> you still ain't at that. I'd have got it up to. But, yeah, but we gone. And then I'm gonna be looking at your face, judging the reactions to see what's the number in your eye. Because, yeah. you know, we might be able to get this done at 175. And I need to be able to look in your eye and see that. What would she that. do, pocket the rest? Yeah. I mean, you know, she just get to keep something. We got to have some money to raise the baby now. Oh, oh, now, what color okay. is the baby? I don't know. Oh, the baby's white. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, for sure. Oh, dog, 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 look, white, you know, good hell well, the baby's white. You know where Crockett, Texas is, too. What? Tommy, That's know. what I was asking. What color is the baby? The baby is <laughs> white. <laughs> Like you said, like Junior just said, you know, good hell, the baby was black. He'd been gone. Junior, Junior said his yeah. mom would have been gone. Been so <laughs> this is terrible <coughs> that they're trying to buy babies at the Walmart parking lot. Let's not no, lose but the it, point. No, the, no, the, 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 the ignorant point is that's a crime. You, she gone. She gonna, Absolutely. She gonna, she gonna get, you yeah. know, trouble for that. But I would lie though when I when you catch me. I didn't say buy the baby. <laughs> what would you have said? Friday, baby. <laughs> oh. I, we got to go. Coming up next, I, the nephew in today's prank phone call. you, lady. Right drive, after I was lady. trying to drive her. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up about four minutes after the hour in uh, today's Strawberry Letter, the subject is her husband is better than mine. Okay? Mm. We'll get into that. Mm. We'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Not what you think. We'll get into it in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? You want me to be stupid? Like what y'all want? What level you want today? Uh, Go 10. Go to the highest. It's, it's yeah. not that we want you to be. It's we expect it because you are. Go okay. Ahead. I tell you what. Okay. I tell you what. I tell you what. what. I tell you what. Give us your level two. Let's let's see what that is. <laughs> oh, you want them to go low? Oh, hold on. Let me, let me regroup. Yeah. You want a two? Yeah. I pull yeah. a two. Watch. Oh, you gotta hold think on, hard. About still gonna that. be a ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on. Let me look at that. Let me shoot yeah. this text to him. I'm gonna pull a two for you now. Yeah. I'm yeah. Two, Watch two. his level two. Yeah. Yeah. Then okay. Then you'll it. see if you ever want to ask for ten. He okay. got it. He got it. Okay. You're okay. schooling me. Okay. okay, Steve, on the stupidity, the levels of it. Okay. Because I'm a little And if Idris yeah. Elba is listening, watch me work, baby. This how I do. This Tommy, double O time. Right there. That's what? Right there. Are you, are you starting to get the feeling that the, are they all the levels is the same? Did you hear that statement? <laughs> yes. I did yeah. hear that stupid shout did out. He just <laughs> call out Idris Elba. Yes. Yeah. Think of it quite frankly. Right there. <laughs> Idris, no. That was that was his level two right there. Right, right. He right. called out right, Idris Elba. Right. I'm with you when you're okay. right. String a bell, no. Let's go, cat There's dog. There's a description, Tommy, that a lot of people have for leading man: tall, dark, and handsome. Mm. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. You Idris ain't none of them. Idris, I ain't now one of them. No, no, Tommy. Tall, no. Nope. Dark, nope. Uh-uh. Well, them light skinned Handsome. I got that. Nope. I got that. No, Idris has that. All boxer chicks. Short. <laughs> no, they was looking for short, light, and strange. You could beat that. <laughs> strange. <laughs> Whatever. I know. I, I ain't gonna let no, y'all man. feel I my sex. I, 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 I got my sex. Short, <laughs> yellow, hard. Odd. Uh, <laughs> Uh, your short uh, yellow limited. Shut up. <laughs> you tall, light, and ugly. Fine. Two out of three. Tall, light. I got rich. And I got Uh-oh. one more thing to ugly. fix all that. Yes. Yes, you do, rich. sir. Yes, Check you do. that box. Yes, you do. Bam. You get your ugly money. <laughs> 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 We're sick of you with that, Tommy, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm ugly. Right. I'll take it. I'm finna give y'all a number two right here. This is a number two right here. Is uh, your daughter bit my son? Your daughter bit my son. This is a uh, on a scale of one to ten. I'm giving you a two of my stupid. Let's go, cat dog. Mm. Hello. Hello, may I speak to Kira? This is Kira. Kira Mc. This is Kira. Look, uh, do you do your do your daughter go to Little uh, Academy? Yes. Who's this? And her name is. Yes, who's this? Listen, your daughter done bit my son, uh, Joshua, on the back. My daughter, bitch, no. This no. is Wilton. Well, your daughter done bit my son. Well, 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 Wilton, slow the down. You can't just call my house and tell me my daughter bit your you son. You ain't finna sit here and be cussing at me, lady. I just said your daughter, Sakira, bit my son, Joshua, no. on the back. and I just and said look- no. I just said no. Two things. One, my daughter wouldn't bite nobody. And two, don't call my house with this tone. I call with any kind of tone I want to call with. All I'm saying is, your daughter done bit my son in the back. And I'm going to tell and you And all so- I'm saying 
is don't call my house with this attitude saying some that my daughter bit your child in the back. My daughter has manners and she wouldn't be biting nobody in the back. What the did your how son the do? Hell if you know somebody gonna, the how the hell you know what your daughter gonna be doing if you ain't there Because I raised my daughter. You raised the you shit? You live with your son? She ain't you live with your son or you just come in once a month and try to do some kind of daddy work? Your daughter ain't but four years old. How in the hell you, you know her that damn well? I've been with her for four years. Where the f you been? My daughter does not be biting people around in the back and the neck or any thing like that. What the hell is wrong with you? Don't call my house with this attitude. Well, you, where I get, well, who, how the hell you figure I'm a weekend daddy? I, I'm calling you about what's going on with my child. Uh-huh. But I don't think you got your facts straight. So next time you call somebody to tell them about their child, figure out everything about your child first. All I'm saying is that the people at the academy said Sakira bit my son Joshua in the back. Well, I can't understand what you're saying because I don't like your tone. So don't call me about my baby. Have her mama call me. It don't make no difference if a mama or a daddy call as long as somebody call. Hello? C call her back, dog. Hello? Is this Kira? This is Kira. Why you hang up on me? Why are you still calling me and why are you yelling at me? My child didn't bite your child in the back. When I picked up my child, they didn't say to me, your child bit somebody in the back. I know you, my I, child. I'm you, with my child how, every day. Like I said in the first place, you, you must be some kind of weekend daddy. How come I you, know my child. How, I'm with my child every how, day. How come, are you? Are you? I'm with my... Are you, man, I don't even know who Joshua is. She should have just hit him in the head. You, hey, what you ain't going to do is sit here and talk about my baby. Now, you ask me to lower my tone. Well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to hang up one more Lower your... Lower your Hello? Hello? Uh-uh. Call her back, though. Call her back, cat. Hello? Don't hang up on me no more, lady. Don't call my number again. I'm going to call you until you tell me why you, your child is beating me. It's, it's biting my child in the back. I am not in the mood to play with you right now. You're going to mess around and get you and your child's swoop. You and your child. You know what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Guess what? Shakira got a daddy. You talking about whipping somebody's Whoop Shakira's daddy's No, you don't have else to say You can't call my house and threaten me and my child. If my child I'm... bitch your child, well, that's what the your child deserves. He got whooped. How you my got... daughter whooped your son. This probably won't be the last time the little fat snot in those kids get this You ain't gonna be talking about me and my son. When no fake facts, she didn't bite him in the back. She might have whooped his but my daughter don't play now. Your like daughter that. bit you my son in Keep talking. You found my phone number, find my address, and have Shakira's daddy beat your I you, what? I said bring your son over no, here. And the no, same way my baby, my, the same way Shakira whipped your baby, my baby daddy gonna whip your Bring it on. I'm coming over there and beat you and your child hey, with like a belt. I said, you don't call a woman and tell her you coming over to beat her and her child. You come over here and beat her daddy's Come over here and beat Shakira's daddy's he don't, he don't want none of me No, you don't want this. I'm on my way over there now. Then bring it on in. Somebody gonna get they Yeah, daddy home all week. That, Not like your He ain't got no damn job. No, he got a job. Y'all gonna make me come over there tonight. Bring it on right now. You know you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm finna tell, tell you. Tell me something else then. You gonna get bit and your baby gonna get bit too. You gonna bite me and my baby? Shakira dad gonna whoop your can I say something to you? Say something to me then. This say nephew to me, Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just yeah. got pranked. Nephew. Oh.
She said, you always tell me, Tommy will never get me. Oh, you I, we just... had that time. Oh, I told her that wouldn't happen to me. But you can't call somebody and talk about that baby. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Let me call. I'm going to hit you Man, with that, that's, that's where it came, man. Don't, don't call nobody about that child. You got my heart hurting. <laughs> Look, can I ask you something? Let me ask you something. What is yeah. the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you <laughs> Ah, that's a two right there. That was On a scale of one to ten. That's my two. Ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's a deuce. That's a two. Okay? Okay. Did I do I rest my case? He's one level, y'all. You can't attach numbers to him. He's one level stupid. Okay. One level. You schooled us He thought that was a two. All right. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming what, up next. Did he change my number? I don't get it. What happened? Strawberry letter. <laughs> Your ranking went down. <laughs> Subject, her uh, husband is better than mine. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, now, guys, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. And all you have to do is click Submit strawberry letter, okay? And who knows? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You hear that? You never know. It could be yours. Mm-hmm. It could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, her husband is better than mine. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been together for 11 years total and married for eight. My older sister has been married for 15 years, and her husband is like a big brother and mentor for my husband. My sister and her husband have always done great financially, and when I got married, my sister bought my dress and paid for my glam team. She's always been the one to take care of my parents as well. I was struggling through graduate school, and then I got pregnant before I got married. So my sister and brother-in-law stepped in in to help us out with the baby because the um, goal was for me to finish school and for my husband to finish medical school. We have always been appreciative of the help, but along the way, we tried not to become a burden. After we got married, we got a loan for home improvement, and my husband decided to chip in and help my sister and brother-in-law with redoing their outdoor kitchen. My husband and I bought a very expensive grill and smoker for them. Instead of being grateful, my brother-in-law was offended and said he couldn't accept the gift. From then on, our relationship turned into a competition. My sister and I aren't as close as we once were because she told me that her husband is better than mine. Things were fine and dandy as long as we were needy. But now my husband is one of the most respected doctors in our area, and she can't take it. When I got my new car, when I got a new car, she got a new car, more expensive car. I got breast implants, so did she. Both of our husbands are successful and great fathers, so why can't she be happy for us? Should I even try to repair our relationship? 
Wow. I, I just think, pure and simple, this is nothing but jealousy and hateration uh, from your sister and her husband. I mean, I think you're exactly right. They were fine when you guys were the needy ones. Uh, and, and now that you're doing well, they just can't take it. I think it was a nice gesture of your husband uh, to help them with their outside kitchen and to buy them those, you know, the expensive smoker and, and all that uh, cooking equipment and stuff. Um, I, I just don't think they can take it now. Um, it, it's killing them that you guys, you know, are doing well. Your hus- husband is respected in the community and everything, and that just doesn't seem to sit well with them. I mean, it's sad. It's your sister. It's family. You would think, like you said, she would be happy for you. And understand that um, you you were struggling, but now you're not, and you guys are grateful for their support, and, and you wanted to pay them back in some way. Uh, of course, uh, you know, you asked should you try to repair your relationship, and that would be nice, and, uh, you know, because she is your sister. But um, I don't know. I mean, they're so green with envy right now. I mean, you get breast implants, she gets breast implants. Okay, who does that? At least with not without a conversation. You like them, sis? Are they okay? Are they big enough? Did You, you know, all of that. You know, that could have been a, a conversation between the two sisters, but no, she made it into a conversation. So I say, you know, you can try because she is your sister, but don't be surprised if she stays right there in her hate space. Steve? Well, I really don't understand this letter. I really don't. It don't really seem like that big a deal to me. I'll go through right. it and see you where I sort of where I see the problem. This Stephen Shirley, uh, the subject is her husband's better than mine. My husband and I have been together 11 years, married for eight. My older sister been married 15. Husband like a big brother, minute to my husband. You know, my sister bought my dress from a wedding and paid from a glam team. She always took care of our parents and stuff. Uh, I was struggling through graduate school, and then I got pregnant before I got married. So your sister and your brother-in-law stepped in to help us out with the baby because the goal was for me to finish school and for my husband to finish medical school. We've always been appreciative of the help, and along the way, we tried not to become a burden. And after we got married, we got a loan for home improvements, and my husband decided, here we go, now here's what the letter about. My husband decided to chip in and help my sister and brother-in-law with redoing their outdoor kitchen. My husband and I bought a very expensive grill and smoker for them. Instead of being grateful, my brother-in-law was offended and said he couldn't accept the gift. From then on, our relationship turned into a competition. Well, see, right here, I don't understand the problem. I buy you an expensive grill and the ultimate smoker for your new outdoor kitchen and you turn it down. Well, guess what? My outdoor kitchen going to be banging. <laughs> yeah, ain't, ain't no problem. Plus, you took some of your home improvement money anyway. Might well improve your home. You know, time, you know, I put me outdoor kitchen out there, and it'd be nice. Then, you know, she said, my sister and I ain't as close because the whole relationship turned to a competition. And then she once told you that her husband is better than mine. Well, see, why? Your husband might have been doing better than mine a while back. But we can caught y'all. We in the game now. You up, we up. 
You got, we got. You won't, we won't. You bought, we bought. But it turned into a combination, a competition. She wants to know at the end of the letter, should I try to repair our relationship? And I'm going to tell you how I think you can finally put a stop to this when we come back. All right. All right, Steve, hang on. We'll have part two of your response coming up uh, at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, her husband is better than mine. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, her husband is better than mine. Well, uh, lady got an older sister, <laughs> been married longer than her. Her and her husband was in medical school and graduate school and had a baby before they got married, and their sister and brother-in-law helped out. Everything seemed to be normal. That's what families do. You know, everything. They try not to be a burden to them, but her, her older sister always been the one to help her parents out and everything. And Finally, you and your husband got married, and you got a loan for home improvement, and your husband decided to chip in and help your sister and his brother-in-law who's done so much for them with redoing their outdoor kitchen. So your husband and you went and bought this expensive grill and a smoker, and instead of being grateful, the brother-in-law was offended and said he couldn't accept the gift. From then on, our relationship turned into a competition. My sister and I aren't as close as we weren't were because she told me her husband is better than mine. Well, let's see. She said that for a while, you know, they were doing better than you all. You know, but my husband is better than yours. You know, I already bought y'all this grill and this smoker you didn't want, which means I've been had a baller backyard outdoor barbecue now. Thank you. And so let's just move along. But here's things got a little different, though. And things was fine and dandy as long as we were needy. But now my husband is one of the most respected doctors in our area, and she can't take it. When I got a new car, she got a new one, more expensive car. I got breast implants, she did. Hmm. Both our husbands are successful and great fathers, so why can't she be happy for us? Should even try to repair a relationship. I don't know if this needs repairing. It don't seem like that big a deal to me, but if you want to put a stop to it, I have some suggestions for you. You said when you got a new car, she got a new, more expensive car. Well, you know what your next move is, don't you? You Mm -hmm. got to go buy a more expensive car than the one she bought. (laughs) Now, let's see where she go with this. Mm -hmm. Oh, since we upping each other, you got to go buy a car that's more expensive than the one she bought. And see what she do then. You ought to call up your sister and say, hey, look, remember that breast implants I got and you Mm -hmm. went and got some? I'm going back down now. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna get an extra D. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get double D's bigger. this time. Let's go bigger. Yeah. Now let's see if she wants to try to get an E. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I don't know. I tell you what, she ain't gonna be able to cool coffee if she messing with me because I have a breast right up under her throat. They'll be so big. <laughs> But (laughs) you won't be able to see your food you eating on the table. Uh Yeah, I'm for all this here. Mm -hmm. But in all seriousness, you know, let's look at this the right way. 
it's a competition thing. So what? Some people can't take it when you do better. Some people like it when, when they doing better and you the underdog. Some people just don't like to see you up even. That's that's a sad person right there. And there's really nothing you can do for them. But if that's her objective is to keep you under her, the best thing you could do is just keep winning. I don't know how to repair that. I don't know how you go to your sister, your relative, and say, look, I don't want to compete with you, but we're doing okay now. It's really, I don't really see how, what it is. What y'all think? Because I don't really know. I don't well, care. I mean, like I said, she can try that because she is family. But I, I don't think I don't it's going to do any good. The, the sister is probably just going to stay where she is because she, it gave her something to be able to provide for the family and be the one that everybody came to. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, mm-hmm. she, she provided for her family, for her parents and everything. So she, yeah. she liked that position and that feeling. And now that someone Well, what her sister ought to do is go get it. some new friends. Got, you, you can find, you listen to me, you can find somebody got more than you. Trust me, you can. Yeah, <laughs> they out there, Steve. You can find date boy. Let me tell you something. Don't, don't go out here trying to get in the competition with who got the most, because you're gonna be in a world of trouble out here in this world right here, man. Because yeah. I don't care where you go, somebody yeah. can show you something. But that's the Do issue. you know, man? I I saw a meeting where a group of people was laughing at Jeff Bezos' money, laughing out loud. <laughs> oh, the, wow. And he's supposed to be the richest what? man in the world, right? <laughs> Wow. He's not, but that's I've been in, I've been in me where they was laughing at Is his. Is that why they were laughing? I saw it. But everybody oh can be great. There's room for everybody to be great. What's the competition mm-hmm. about? Live your life. Not Live in this family. Life. But there are some people <laughs> who make family. their greatness based on the the least of other people. If that makes sense. Mm. Some people make their greatness based on the group they in, and if they doing better than everybody in their group, then that's their greatness. And that's a yeah. sad way to live. And that's truly, not cool. truly sad way to live. Yeah, and this yeah, oh, that no, is man. Sad. That's not cool at all. That's yeah. sad. That's sad, man. When you're yeah, making your greatness is. be on the backs of others who have less. That ain't nothing right there. That's like yeah. being the richest richest person in the projects. Uh, and ain't we all still in the projects, don't we? Right. Yeah. What you right. doing to rise and help a, get them out? Yeah. It's, it's such a great feeling oh, when you can pay someone back who's helped you. I mean, come on. Anyway, all right, uh, you can leave your comments on today's letter on Instagram and Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Oh, thank you, Shirley. But first, let me just go and throw this out here, Unc. April Fool's Comedy Jam, Dallas, Texas. I'm coming April 1st. Get your tickets. We're going to be at the Texas Trust Theater. Get your tickets. Bruce Bruce, Bill Bellamy, Earthquake, myself, Shantae Wayans, and Ryan Davis. We all going to be there April 1st. Texas Trust Theater, man. All right. Um, listen, people. Uh, Uncle Tom Brady says that he, the family will be a part of his decision if he's going to play next season. Y'all see Tom Brady coming back next season? Yeah. 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 I think he said he want to play until he's 45 years old, but... Uh, He's 43 right now, so I see him coming back next year. Also, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to stay in Green Bay if they start a rebuild. And I would like to just say on behalf of the Houston Texans, Aaron Rodgers, we would love to have you uh, come play for us. I think that we got a lot of things to offer that they don't have in Green Bay. First thing we got is warm weather. We got that. 
Right. We on Christmas, we mm-hmm. at 75 degrees. You can come play. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about all that snow no more. That's out. We got uh-huh. a lot of barbecue. Yep. Plenty of barbecue. Plenty of that. Yeah, you love barbecue. You just try this out. Okay, now you know you're from California and you like water. Well, we got Galveston. Okay, we got Galveston. Now, yeah, well, you know, the water ain't blue, but it's it ain't the same. It's, it's, it's blue it, yeah. 10 miles out, but you got yeah, to go out it, there. It is going, you're going to see some fish not in there. They're going to be walking the boardwalk too. They don't swim in there. <laughs> you're going to see some of that. Don't worry about it, but it's just water. Also, we have a galleria that we think you might like. Yeah. We got a huge yeah. galleria. It's got yeah. every store, and we got a Nobu, too. So, you know, you got great <laughs> restaurants. We got a maestro. Everything that you like, we got it for you, man. We got a rodeo you ain't going to believe. I swear to Boy. God. You, we got 30 days of nothing but a straight rodeo. You're going to love it down here, Aaron. If you just take the time to sit around. Y'all got everything but a good-ass football team for him to join. What who talking? I know he just didn't put us down. Look who talking. I already so, know he ain't coming to Cleveland. You already know? Because we ain't number Green Bay without the winds. <laughs> oh, same thing. Same, same thing. Also, man, they got this big argument going on, man, because of the Bills and the Chiefs game. Do you think they should change the overtime rules again? See, what? the rules is the rules. If you don't, they think if everybody they score, should get a, yeah, they right. think everybody should get an opportunity to touch the ball. But if you score a touchdown, it's over. Now they want each team to get the ball and then see what the score is. I just prefer to keep it like it is because you can't keep changing. It's, it's all on the coin toss is what I'm saying. You get it's the coin, the coin toss, get the ball. Yeah, you got to get the ball. And score. You get the ball, you score. score. That's it. Thank you. Uh-huh. Come on, Aaron. <laughs> all right. But we rebuilding up. too, though. <laughs> Coming up, we'll talk about an Australian wife who has no problem separating business and pleasure right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A former escort with two vaginas, you heard me, two vajayjays, claims that her rare abnormality allowed her. Yeah. Do you need me to read that again? I I sure do. She has two. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Uh, And she claims that uh, this has allowed her to separate her sex work from her personal married life, all right? She's an Australian female. She uses an alias to protect her safety. Uh, She worked as an escort for eight years and claims having two was handy and helped her to separate her work relationships and her intimate relationship with her husband. She relied on the wow. right one for pleasure and reserved the. Oh, she re, she relied on the right one for pleasure and reserved the left one for her husband only. So they're side oh, by no. side, side oh, by oh. side. Okay. Oh, they side oh, by she side. Lucky. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, the, hus- so the husband lucky. didn't get the one that was for pleasure, so he just got right. Probably got the one. Yeah. Uh, Honey, you Is the price the, the same? Yeah. Is the price the same? Like, no, but each of them was different. So the one that was for pleasure was that was probably extra. He, okay. The husband probably got the regular one. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got the left one. The right one was for work. Yeah, yeah. yeah they wasn't pleasure. the same. I can assure you, the husband got the downgrade model. I can assure you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what part of Australia is this? <laughs> Don't you worry about it. <laughs> wow. Anyway, that's worth it. It's worth the trip, though. Come on now. Here's what you didn't know: that this condition affects one in three thousand women globally. Mm -hmm. 
And from the outside, everything looks normal. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Everything <laughs> looks normal from the outside. But it's two of them. There's two yeah, of them. But there's still two, one on the left and one on the right. Um, so, uh, public. Which jackpot. Is what, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that's jackpot. Literally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I see no. your mind working over there. Yeah, <laughs> no, because I'm going to want what everybody's paying for myself. So <laughs> you want the right one. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be in here arguing. Yeah. But, I mean, you would think, why would why would she, she go First of all, let me, let me. What's the argument? Well, let me about? just be honest with you. Okay, go ahead. I know you have something on your mind. Mm -hmm. Your wife mm -hmm. has two private parts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And she's a prostitute, and she uses one for her work and one for her husband. Former. You're Former. not my wife. You, you're well, not no, my wife. No, that, that left one ain't your wife. That right one is. I, I'm, I'm so confused. I don't even No, the right one is for work. The left one is for her husband. Okay, so, then the my wife, my see right there. See, wife prostitute. Them two ain't what, what, how that's in the same sense. So you have a problem with her profession, not the fact that she has two. You just have right. a problem with what she does for a living. I like the fact she got two. I ain't gonna lie to you. I right, Steve? It. That's what I'm asking. I, I mean, I don't. That the, the fact that you got two that that's a whole nother concept. We had to work with that. I'm exhausted, but you're, you're exhausted just thinking I, about I, it. I don't know what the hell I'm finna do with two of these. I, I'm exhausted, the same but you're thing not you do with selling one. the other one to some other people. No, what you mean? Same thing you do with one again? <laughs> back yes. <to> back. <laughs> So my friend, she not she happy. She jealous. Well, she, I don't know if I can say this or not. Uh, probably not. Nah, probably not, man. I don't know what to tell you about this. If if I get if uh, careful, careful. This has something to do with what, Steve? Pregnancy. Come on, Steve. Come. On. Not if I'm able to do both. Oh wow. <laughs> No. Stupid. Wow. Dog. No, wow. That's not, no. I just, I'm thinking I had to ask. No. But, no, it's no, not no. the same. Mm -mm. No. Y'all yeah. anyway. still need a level of what his ignorance no, is. No, never see. again. No. I would got never, it. Told you. ever ask got One level, I told you. That wasn't me. You said it. You said it. Ah. She wanted to bring awareness to this condition. That's why she went public. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Rolling Stone has released its list of the 25 most fashionable musicians, and the focus is on artists who are both conceptually cool and culturally important. Um, the list was filled with black excellence, um, courtesy of, you guys take a guess on who you think would be on the list. I'll give you a hint. Rihanna was on there. Oh, uh, be Beyonce, of course. Rihanna be clean. Beyonce be clean. Nicki Minaj, uh, uh, Cardi B dress is good. Man. Cardi B is on there, yeah. yes. Beyonce? Uh, yeah, I said Beyonce. Yeah, mm -hmm. they already said that. Oh. Is John Legend on there? No, he's not. Well, Are you talking uh, about just females? No, no, it's not just females. Here, I here's thought it was just females. Oh, I, I, they'll probably put Kanye on there. Oh, yeah, definitely Kanye. Uh -huh. With them slavery yeah. clothes? I don't like the way Kanye dressed. What? I'm I just would, saying I, I knew he was going to be Kanye on that list. I'm not wearing uh, thick-ass boots. 
I'm not He be looking with the face mask with just the eyes. I have a hard enough time with this damn N95. <laughs> last thing I'm finna do is put this whole yes, damn mask right. on. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lizzo is on the list. Lil Nas X is on the list. ASAP oh, Rocky wow. is on the list. Solange is on the list. And Tyler okay. the Creator. Those are just to name a few. But you guys got a few of the people that definitely are on that list. Yeah, mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky and and, uh, and Rihanna. Food, Rihanna, yeah, they yeah, that's up. that's a nice power fashionable couple right there. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now, guys, for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather mow your own lawn for one year, or would you rather be- live in? Huh? B. He said B? B. Okay. Or would you rather live in a 400 square foot house for 30 days? Oh. Well, I'm just going to do B. I'm in Back to A. I'm going to do B. Yeah, because oh, I know you don't like hey. tiny houses. Hey. Oh, but you're talking about mowing for a year, though. A no. whole year. Your own lawn, though. Your I'll own lawn. i take that 30 day. Yeah. yeah. Take the house. Yeah. For 30 days. Now you're going to have a lot of. Uh, uh, bruises on your head because you're going to bump everything. You're going to bump your head, your knee. You're going to be messed up yeah. after 30. you talking about Steve, right? Yeah, every time he turn around, oh, okay. boom, boom. I'm going to have trouble using the bathroom that close to the kitchen. That's going to be my problem. <laughs> you're going to have a problem getting in and out of it. Yeah, I'm going to have to burn a bed sheet while I'm using the bathroom so we can <laughs> not have this over here by the kitchen because I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna have to start a fire every time I go to the bathroom in that little tiny house. (laughs) Yo, we got to get some soot in here or something. Yeah. I got you. All right, moving on. Tommy, since you brought it up, would you rather be 5'5 and a billionaire? B. Or 6'4 and just earn, you know, five figures annually? I don't know. I'm going to go five, five. Mm, five. I take that five, five. I'm good. Five. Is it five figures or six figures? Five figures. You said billion. Oh, you're talking about the other guy. Yeah. Would you rather be five, five and a billionaire? Or would you rather be six, four and earn five figures annually? No. Nah, I'm going to go with five, five. Because when I stand on my wallet, I'm taller than the rest uh-huh. of the world. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying yeah. to see. How about six <laughs> figures? Would that help? No, I'm still going with that, I'm still going with that mm-hmm. five, five. I ain't got no problem with this five, five. I, I got no problem with yeah. it. Not I'm with them big. Five, five. Shouldn't. Yeah. Let's go with the five, Wait, five. what? Shouldn't. It is what it is. You know. Don't be in denial. You have to deal with it. And me personally, I have a problem with it. I'm going to be six four. Give me them six figures. Yeah. And let me try to flip it. Yeah. I'm not going to do this five, Thinking like five, a millionaire. Five, 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 yeah. I'm not going to try to explain myself to everybody I meet. Why are you so no, short? No, I just got to add to What you looking at? <laughs> All right, here's Green. one. What the hell y'all keep staring at me for? Because you five five. Come on. Would you rather have a six pack and really nice arms, or would you rather have nice teeth and a great personality? Because I'm fat with these B. teeth. What? Six what? pack B. and really That's nice B. arms. Say it again, yeah. sir. Six oh, wait, pack and, and really nice arms, or nice teeth and a great personality. 
<laughs> that seemed like to be a hard one, so we'll save it for later. Uh, coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, closing remarks, and we'll get back to this Would You Rather question right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Right before we get to the closing remarks, Steve, we have to finish our Would You Rather question. Uh, I asked you guys, would you rather have a six-pack and really nice arms, or would you rather have nice teeth and a great personality? I got to have them teeth. I'm going with B. Uh, six-pack yeah. and nice arms. Really arm. nice arms. I'm going with B. Or a six-pack, Steve. Nice Six pack, nice and arms. nice or, arms, buff guns, yeah, mm-hmm. or nice mm-hmm. teeth and just nice a, a teeth. wonderful personality. And a wonderful person, yeah. Give me them nice teeth and wonderful personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because yeah, we been in the like gym, huh? we ain't got them abs yet. We been in the gym and ain't got them abs yet. <laughs> so you know how to. We ain't got them arms. <laughs> we been making it without it. <laughs> yeah, been doing fine. Yeah. I've lived my whole life. Huh? Actually, okay. I actually consider myself having a pretty decent personality. <laughs> Always been blessed with good ass teeth, so I really, yeah. I'm going out six pack of nice arms or nice teeth and a good personality. Yeah, go on, give me that. I might have to work on the personality part, but you know, your grill is straight. <laughs> your grill. Yeah. Got to have a grill. Got to. I've been grinning my whole career. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be all right with that. Yeah, we're big yeah, teeth people it. on this show. We really are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dentist six times a year. Hey. <laughs> we're teeth people. I wish I would. Ain't no way in the hell I go to the dentist no six times a year. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you go for a cleaning, you have to have that gas. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm not finna go down here no damn six times a year. What is he doing? I just, just went to the dentist two weeks and, yeah. ago for my cleaning. I love it. No, I'm not doing that. Doing that. No. No, no, you, you, everybody should go. I don't have them type of teeth, though. Trust me. I ain't <laughs> never been six times a year. It worked out fine for me. I'm 65 years old. I'm finna start going down there six times a year. But it's okay, Steve. Knock all the enamel off my it. damn teeth. No, it is not okay, Shirley. <laughs> okay, though. I'm not going to no damn dentist six times a year. Now, if you want to go, that's fine. Go. I tell you, there's a couple of things I've been controversial about that I've said. So if you want to go to dentist six times a year, I think you should do that. I think that's best for gum and teeth health. Don't work for me, but that's fine for you. Also, think you should get eight hours of sleep a night. If that's what you want to do, go on and sleep yourself eight hours. You know, I was I was listening to Jeff Bezos the other day talking about he requires himself to get eight hours of sleep because he has to make quality decisions. So he requires himself to get eight hours of sleep. And I was just sitting there ignoring him, just waiting on And I kept saying to myself, you know, good and hell well. You didn't get to be who you are sleeping eight hours. And I kept listening to him. And then he said, now, when I was building my company, mm-hmm. I was going only getting four to five hours of sleep. But I was building my company. Okay. See, tell people the truth about it, brother. Mm-hmm. So now, but I've decided that if you want to get eight hours of sleep, go and get yourself eight. Matter of fact, hey man, do 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 me a favor. Do ten. <laughs> what? You really upset? Oh, you mad about, about it? Oh, okay. Man, you kind of that judge Steve. No wait, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Listen to me. I don't even sound mad. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. You do sound. me a favor. If you want to get do yourself ten. ten Get yourself, do 10. Mm-hmm. Get you plenty of sleep. 
sleep, 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 sleep. 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 Wake up, young. Wake up, go back to sleep. Yes. <laughs> Get all you want. Don't don't worry about me. Well, I take back what I said to people. Tirade. No, Can I'm, we, I'm um, just saying it's not a tirade. It, it makes perfect sense because what I've learned is no matter what you so say fine. to people, somebody gonna agree with you and somebody gonna disagree. And, and for those that choose to disagree, man, knock yourself out. <laughs> because you, the, the, the best thing Deion Sanders taught me, man, it took me a long time to learn this. People, you have to stop throwing life rafts to people swimming away from the boat. Mm-hmm. You right, can't Coach save Prime. a person that don't want to be saved. You, 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 can't, you, you, can't, you can't make a person get rescued that, that think they fine. And that's that's one of the hardest lessons I've had to learn, but I finally got it though. Now I really appreciate that message from Prime, but I got that loud and clear. So I've decided, man, everything I've ever said in terms of the motivational space that people have disagreed with, you are perfectly right in your disagreement. Do it your way. Enjoy yourself, man. And the stress, this 65th birthday cleared it up for me. The stress of me worrying about what people think about what I said, it's gone. You don't like what I said? You disagree? You're perfectly right. Because maybe that's right. That's not, that's not for you. Everybody don't want to be successful. Everybody thinks there's an alternate route to success. Before we get out of here, we got to mention Judge Steve last night, your hit show on yeah. ABC. It was <laughs> I know so sometimes good, you get modest, Steve. but we love the show. Yeah, I appreciate everybody watching. Go ahead. The lady with the cat named Panda. Mm-hmm. She said she couldn't see. She didn't actually see the cat. And you said you blaming the cat because the cat is black. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I love how you get the comedy in there, Steve. Your timing still. Yeah. I love it. It's so good, yeah. Steve. Good. Oh, and then the photographer, fun, Steve. Are you having fun end. with it? Oh, man. You gave him a job. He was crying at the yeah, end. Yeah, that was the an brother. emotional moment. Oh, yeah, that was man. Because I, I, just, I just saw myself in him. And what the little kid did was when he got the 650 and then they stole his, they stole his camera. Yeah. And so he didn't have a picture. So he took the lady 650 and bought another camera. Yeah. Because that's how he could keep his business going. But thank y'all. Judge Steve, you got to watch it. (laughs) You never know what Steve's going to do. It's on Tuesday nights, ABC and Hulu. Check your local listing. See y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 